What's up, y'all? Welcome into another episode of the Hippies and the Cowboys podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, and uh, Garrett and I got the opportunity to talk with Larry Keel uh, today about his newest album, American Dream. And uh, Larry, for those who do not know, he's he's a very fine guitar picker out of Lexington, Virginia, and uh, he's got this new album out, and he's been around for a while, and and he's done a lot in the industry that that a lot of people don't know about, and we got to to pick his brains, and and uh, and and it was just really nice talking to him. And once again, I just want to thank everybody for joining us, and I, I hope you enjoy the couple of the songs that we play off of Larry's very unique uh, quarantine album, uh, which you'll hear all about it. But he he played every instrument uh, on every track in the album. So it's all Larry. So before we spin this first song for you, keep that in mind. It's very impressive. And he, he's one talented human being and it was really, really nice talking and and chatting with him. So, um, without further ado, uh, we're going to start you off with the title track. Uh, this is American dream off of American dream. And, uh, Thank you all again for for joining us and listening and and following and subscribing and and giving us ratings. It it all means a lot. And um, yeah, just thanks for hanging out. So this is American Dream. Enjoy. and relate Help everyone achieve most anything So they won't sleep through their American dream smiling child in and out of control world that always seems to be running wild i 
our differences and relate. Help everyone achieve most anything. So they won't sleep through their American dream. American Dream. By the great Larry Keel. Larry's joining us on the show today. How you doing? I'm good, man. Glad I could make it happen this time. We've, we've tried a couple times. I'm glad we could do it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we uh, You got the new album coming out November 6th. Uh, by the time everybody listens to this, it will be out already. So I guess uh, go check it out right now if you are if you are listening to this podcast. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for everyone to hear it. Um, well, they sure after, what. Oh, you go. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say after uh, after listening to the album, go check out Larry's uh, YouTube channel dedicated to how to grow an awesome beard or mustache or whatever whatever facial <laughs> mustache technically. Yeah, yeah, a little I mustache action. I could never tell on the videos if it was like this is like part sideburns or what what's going on there. I mean, I, I'm quite the mustache, you know, enthusiast myself, but I I feel like I need to just hide my face behind my microphone because I'm ashamed. Yeah, you got to step it up, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a bunch of different styles of it. I've had the big old huge bushy beard, and I had uh, I, I had the beard with where you shave it down the middle here. I've had that. With like big sideburns and all that, that but that's yeah, this one, yeah, yeah, this one just seemed to take shape this way. So I, I don't know. Got a few, it got a few more gray hairs in it than I want, but hey, wear it proud, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I do, I do I mean. have that on you. No grays yet. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Don't don't, don't wish it. <laughs> no, um, I got much going on here, fellas. No, I can't compete. Babyface. Oh, uh, yeah. Babyface going on. <laughs> Cutest little babyface. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Larry doesn't actually have the, the YouTube channel, the mustaches, but maybe he should because that's it's quite the catapult. Yeah, maybe if you're bored, check it yeah. out. Yeah, maybe I, I might go for the food man someday. I don't know. Maybe Ooh. get that. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that great Bruce Lee look, you know. Whoosh, whoosh. You have to like you have to wax it. Wax it <laughs> <laughs> or oil it up or whatever. You, uh, you you strike me as someone who could be a little a little bit of a ninja like Bruce Lee. You know, I I, I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know you uh, pulled out a katana and uh, started doing some roundhouse mm. kicks or something. You know? Yeah, but I don't know. I, maybe you better watch out. I, I might pull something though if I try it. I, I, heard, I heard don't cross Larry on the street. You know, yeah, don't uh, cross his path. Oh man, no, it's all good. I, I welcome. I, I welcome anybody. <laughs> I know. I'm just yanking your chain. Just joshing. Wow. Love it. Love it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, we can probably get album, back to music. November sixth. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's talk about this because I'm because I'm uh, 
I was very fascinated, like as I was listening, especially, um, you know, after I'd read a bit about the album, you recorded this, produced it and mm-hmm. played every instrument on the entire record by yourself. Is that not correct? Yeah, that's what happened. I was, it was all due to sort of quarantine, you know. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't don't really want to go in the studio and don't really want to get my band together because everybody's quarantining on their own. And um, mm-hmm. and I was writing writing all these songs. Uh, uh, my road manager and good friend Steve Heavener, he, he's like, well... Yeah, you know, I can come down and I can wear a mask and do all that and uh, record you, you know. And I was like, well, if you do that, I got to sit down and do some wood shedding on the mandolin and the banjo and the bass and uh, all that. So I did and took some time to do that. And it went well. It went well to... Uh, you know, I, I sat down. It took me about a month to just woodshed everything and get it to where I felt like it was good and recordable, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. It was, it was the most interesting project I've done because, uh, yeah, you can't blame anybody else. you got to blame me if you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's that little pressure that comes along with that, isn't there? Yeah. Well, yeah, I reckon you know, but in in uh, in the end, it, it came out the the way I wanted to, wanted it to, and uh, it, you know, I wanted to create a positive message to just put out there in these times because it was pretty tough out there. So, just wanted to mm-hmm. li- try to lift people up, you know, and that, that's yeah. what what came out of it. I hope. Well. Yeah. I mean, just just listening to you uh, uh, rip on the guitar, I think is is enough of an uplifting message for for most people. Man, you you are a talent, and and just to show how good of a talent you are, the fact that you played all these instruments on that album, and I mean it, it it's seamless, and it it just sounds like there's there's a a whole backing band of of a bunch of people really good at music. But it's it's just you <laughs> who's really no, doing all I, these things. So. Too too kind, too kind. No, you, uh, like we were we were talking to. Are you familiar with uh, Daniel Donato? Yeah, I know the name. He's a young fella um, in Nashville or whatever. Very talented. But we were just talking to him uh, here. I guess last week that was, or earlier mm-hmm. this week. No, earlier this week. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he he just made the comment of that you know in a song it's you're able to tell a story with the lyrics and then you can also tell a story with just your guitar playing and I was I was thinking that about you know a lot as I listened through American Dream just because it's it's kind of especially with you playing every instrument on it yeah you're kind of telling a story with everything you're doing mm-hmm. with the instrument alone right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it was an interesting project because I, I built it track by track, basically, and mm-hmm. uh, I, all, all the ideas for the song, yeah, are mine. On on the bass, I feel this way about the song, and on the mandolin, I feel this way. Uh, on the banjo, this makes me feel that way. So, yeah, it's 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 a culmination of of, of all my uh, feelings and thoughts and ideas, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 me, 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 <laughs> and me. Yeah, was it was it weird? Like, 
was it weird not being able to bounce stuff off of people constantly when you're like in there recording as compared yeah. to like you normally would with your band? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little strange, but it seemed like the ideas that came to me were, were genuine and honest and, you know, not trying to overplay anything, but just trying to play it with soul and heart and, and tone and feeling, you know. So, yeah, it, uh, it's a big, con- a lot of concentration to get it done, but uh, I'm... Um, I'm proud of it, so I hope people like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, here, people listening to it, the album's already out, but, I mean, here we're uh, just about exactly a week away right now when, when we're talking. Um, do you have yeah. any, like, I'm always curious of this, like, do you have any nerves um, before it comes out? Um, like, I, mean, I know it's been done for, oh, I can't remember what the date was on that, the files we got but it, i know it's been done for a little bit now so uh, it's like the waiting game you've been waiting to put it out for a little bit and then here we're in like the last week like you get anxious or nervous or what what kind of emotions do you got going on just right before this uh, well you know it's like uh it's such a just uh a, a wild time and uh it just uh you, you want to put something out and hope that everybody receives it the way you want it to be because yeah it's just a good positive honest thing and uh and always when you put your feelings and, and your thoughts out there you're always a little nervous about whatever that is right. but not not really you know you just that's what being an artist is all about you just you lay it out there for people to take in you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah you don't you got a lot of different yeah no, sorry go ahead mike oh i was just gonna say you don't strike you me as the as the kind of guy who's gonna stress about uh, what other people think you know <laughs> you you made the album on your own and and you made it the way you want it and 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 you're just uh, yeah you know you don't strike me as like the self-conscious kind of guy like you're you've been around you you know you know your your skill set and all that and i don't know maybe i'm reading you wrong but no, that's I uh yeah, I just put it out there honestly and uh uh yeah, hope it hope it lifts people up rather than brings them down, you know. That's the goal of the thing. <laughs> and uh yeah, I, yeah, just have a good time. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Sorry you, to interrupt uh, here. You got a lot of different like sounds that kinda go into this record. Like you got a lot of you know, there's some like boot stomping type of songs like Try, and then you got like something like more like psychedelic, like Mars's Cry. Like, hmm. like I said, a lot of different songs and themes within these, you know, in this specific set of songs on this record. <clears throat> Were, uh, did any of them take any drastically different shapes the further you got into recording the album? Like, was there any that, you know, started off one way and then just totally took a 180 once you actually got recording? Again, by yourself, because that's such a that's such a key part of all this, is it's just, you. like I said, you're the only one, you're in control of literally everything, you know, so. Yeah, you know, I think, basically, that's a good question. Um, basically, I, I've said before that when, when normally when I would uh, write a song, I would present it to the band on 
with me playing the guitar and singing it because I mean I can't play two instruments at once so and <laughs> the band would listen to it and uh, I'd say okay let's let's try it and mm-hmm. we would just keep keep trying it and keep trying it and the song would develop into what it would be well with this it, it was sort of the same thing but it was you know I, I started with the guitar and the vocal and I, and I, at that point, I, I couldn't hear what the song would really sound like until I, I had recorded everything. So every song was sort of, I watched it change. You know what I'm saying? I watched it from me to playing the guitar and singing the song on an acoustic guitar to turning into a rock and roll song and, uh, or, yeah. or something, something psychedelic, you know? So, yeah, I think every song took on its own uh, building and energy, you know. Like yeah. you said, it was only until you got closer to the end there when you had multiple layers laid down that you could actually kind of see where it was going, I guess. Yeah, it's like it, it, yeah, it's like you've worked on this thing the whole time, blind, sort of, and then yeah. all of a sudden, bam, okay, here's the song. And it's like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty cool, you know. And, <laughs> then yeah. I, I can work with that and do whatever I need to do. So, yeah, it was it was the most interesting project I've ever done, for sure. That's really cool. Did you have to go back, like, after you got, say, whatever, the fourth or fifth layer of things down, did you have to go back and fix those first couple layers a lot, or did it kind of, you know, did you kind of just go with the flow as you built the song in that sense? I think... Uh, Basically, when I would do the acoustic guitar and sing the song, the the first tracks, I think the first tracks stayed pretty much the same because I I, I built the, the all the whole song on basically the guitar and the vocal and the the bass part just so that the mm-hmm. r- the rhythm structure and the groove was you know pinned together and then. Add the rhythm mandolin to it, and and you got your good rhythm section where you can uh, color and and, uh, express and do all that sort of thing afterwards. I see. No, it's it's really cool. It's just a very very interesting process because it's not something that you hear. You know, it's not something you hear a lot of, and probably something that you wouldn't have heard a lot of. You know, you may be going to hear more of it Mm -hmm. after COVID kind of thing, but. I just that was that just struck me right away when I first read about the album. It was just like, oh, you played literally every instrument <laughs> and produced well, and recorded and did everything yourself. Well, you know, it's like when COVID hit. It's it's like, I guess at the end of February we had, we played a show in like Seattle or something. It was just kicking in hard there, and uh, then uh, after that we went into quarantine. Our whole year dried up you know like like everybody's in in the music mm-hmm. business and uh it just was you know it's like oh we had one of the biggest years we ever had lined up for this year all all mm-hmm. the top hot spots and everything big festivals and it's like okay we're just gonna have to sit back and figure out what to do you know and take some time and at that point, it's like, okay, you got to keep busy too. And it's like, so I just, I sat down and wrote and it was, it took a week, it took a week and played the banjo. It took a, 
we can play the bass, to, you know, just, uh, we didn't have nothing else to do, and we we're just quarantined, so it's like, okay, this is a good use of the time, I reckon, you know? And, yeah. Uh, that's sort of the way the project was happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm still just fascinated. I've, I've heard of people doing this kind of thing before where they play, you know, they, they layer up themselves playing different instruments and singing. Um, and, and every single time I hear about it happening, it's just fascinating. But, um, you know, hopefully this pandemic is going to end, uh, sooner rather than later, but would you ever see yourself trying this again? Um, maybe not for a full album, but for a song or something like that. Uh, even in a time where you, you don't need to, like, you know, a couple years down the road or. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, it's like the, the whole, uh, I mean, pretty much at the pandemic is pretty much going to shut my business down for the winter because all the things yeah. I'm doing are, are outside at this point and right i mean you can't play you can't play when it gets so cold you know but and and there's a yeah. few you a few unique venues outside that you that are still doing some outside stuff through the winter so i'll, I'll try to do those but uh it, yeah you know if, if it shuts down this winter maybe i would write another bunch of songs and record them myself again you know so, now i'm talking it, it, it was fun doing it I, I'm talking like where you don't have to. So like not this like, couple, like pandemic's yeah. done and over with, and then you yeah. still like you're like, well, let's try this again, and you don't have to like, you know. Well, I know so many like just wonderful and awesome musicians that yeah, yeah, I probably want to record with them, you know, at this point, and uh, I, I right. did this sort of from a. From a half two case, sort of, you know. I got you. I'm just, I was curious because it's like, man, it's, it's impressive. And I think Garrett said it, it's fascinating. So, if I, if I make a million dollars on this thing, yeah, sure, I'll make one to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Well, why don't we. Uh... Why don't we jump into our second song here? We're going to play Try next. Oh, cool. uh, would you like to introduce that song and kind of give everybody the story of the process of how that one came to be? Yeah, you know, I wrote it, I don't, I don't know, about six or seven years ago, and uh, I just had it on the back burner. Just never could really figure it out the way I wanted it to sound. It, it just never quite got there. And uh, I... Uh, I sort of sat down and I was sort of thinking of this stomp, this romping sort of like bluesy, upbeat, bo diddly type thing, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, so I took that and I wanted it to be sort of an, ag an aggressive energy because the song's sort of basically about just trying to figure it all out, all life mysteries and challenges and all that. and. Uh, and just get on with it, you know. But all you gotta do is try. <laughs> Perfect. All right, there you have it. All right, well, this is "Try" by Larry Keel.
just trying to get my head on right. It feels like a never-ending night. Can't line my ducks up in a row. Being pulled in by the undertow. Changing my forecast The weather and the storms I'd pass Dry Well, money, it just brings me down Trying not to run aground Gotta keep my ship afloat uh, And maybe I need a bigger boat That was Try. Um, really upbeat song there from Larry Keel off of the new album, American Dream. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, it is out. Check out the rest of the album. We're giving you one, two, three songs on this uh, on this episode, but there's there's a lot more where that came from. So uh, give, give that a listen if you like what you hear. Uh, really talented musician, and uh, he's still hanging with us. So, um, yeah. Uh, appreciate it. We were just talking about uh, about how how Larry's a great cook. He's gonna cook for his wife after this episode, um, a, a four course meal or something like that. Is yeah. So, oh wow, <laughs> I don't know about four courses, but <laughs> <laughs> we love we love cooking dinner, man. <laughs> um, that gives us something to do here and during the. That gives us something to do. We're big gardeners and all that, and yeah. just uh, we we freeze a lot of stuff and just. That's our thing at the end of the day, relax and make a good meal, you know. Nothing wrong Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. Uh, good way to, uh, cooking's relaxing. I like cooking. Just wind down and 
make something delicious and then away you go <laughs> absolutely absolutely and a little happy hour in there too oh yeah, yeah. a little happy hour I, while you're cooking yeah and then of uh, course while you're enjoying oh, oh yeah oh yeah i just cracked Not bush, bush latte number two so i'm with you <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you what what's uh what's your go-to when you're cooking larry you a beer guy a wine liquor no you know i used to, i've everything but these days i just like <laughs> uh, a few light beers you know and just something yeah wash it down uh-huh. with you know yeah you bet yeah there, well cold and wet there's nothing better than uh yeah, the- than this light beer right here uh, you know, i can't yeah, see it. it's a bush bush latte uh, yeah, Bushlight. Yeah, that's because I'm the culture that. guy. <laughs> it's yeah. an Iowa thing. I think. That's how you can tell he's Midwestern. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now what's your what what do you, um, what's your what's your go to up in Canada? What's my go to? Um, <laughs> no, it's not Labatt. God damn it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of a I'm a beer drinker, I guess. I, I, I like a good Bud Light. Bud Light, or we used to be Coors Banquet, but we can't get Coors Banquet anymore. Uh, oh, they discontinued it in Canada. You can only drink uh, that in the states now. So that sucks. Well, Coors, I'll, Coors, I'll if have, you're listening, bring it back. I'll have one for you when when I uh, at some point I'll have a, a good Coors for you. <laughs> All right, yeah, that makes me feel better that you'll be enjoying it and I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too picky though. I, I like Bud Light or this Michelob Ultra is not too bad. I don't mind that. You know, trying to yeah. watch my figure. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. When you were down here, you were drinking those like Micheladas or something like that. Those. Oh yeah, good like like a chilada. Yeah, chilada. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah. I like those. I've yeah, never yeah. had one, but man, yeah. I'm a, I, I like Mexican beer quite a bit. That's you know when I. It's a little expensive to get up here, actually, so it's kind of a treat. Once in a while, I'll go buy some Dos Equis or something. Yeah, man. Pacifico or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Pacifico yeah. guy. That's my go-to Mexican beer is Pacifico. Yeah. Yeah, it's smooth, you know. Get some lime. A little fruity. Good Dos Equis with lime is pretty tasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hard to beat. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's hot out. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got I got a... I got a question for you though, Larry. If we're getting back to music a little bit, um, you know, you're excuse me further on, further on into your career, and uh, you know, you've collaborated over the years with you know a lot of fantastic artists and musicians. Um, but I, I, you know, the creative process for you when it comes to writing a song, and I understand it's probably a little different now when you're isolated at home. But what's uh, you know, is there any big differences you'd say? in your creative process now compared to when you were younger uh yeah i mean it's developed to where at this point i i I can tell when there's a song brewing up in my head and um and i take more time with a song and you know writing it and uh, rewriting it sometimes and uh, just changing it around to where it suits my style now versus you know and in, uh, in uh, earlier years I would just sort I 
I'd write a song and they would all come out bluegrass style because that's what <laughs> right. I knew. That's what I knew, you know. Right. But yeah, now I, you know, songs will come out in a rock fashion or blues fashion or uh, uh, anything. I just I I don't write and I try not to write in any specific genre. I just write naturally as it comes out of me and. Uh, I write most of the stuff I do on the, on a banjo, and uh, mm. oh, yeah. that's what that's what I say. You write, hear it on a banjo, and you go, "Huh," but then you turn it into this sort of like hard rocking blues electric sound yeah. that yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's uh, the songwriting process is yeah definitely developed for me in in that kind of way. Hmm. Right? Are you the type of guy who can just sit down and write a song without an instrument in your hand or do you always have to be picking on something kind of playing with the sound to kind of continue spitting the uh, words out um I, the basically songs sort of come to me and i'll uh i'll it'll sometimes it'll come to me as a melody on on a on a musical instrument and I'll have some thought in my head about that I've wanted to, that I've been wanting to write about, and uh, once I have the melody on the instrument, I just try to uh, use the cadence as you're writing of to fit the music. You know, so it's sort of like it's more like poetry at that point. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you're, you're trying to fit that the line, the cadence of that line to. Uh, your thought process and it, it takes a minute sometimes to just find, find the right way to say it what, whatever you're trying to say yeah uh, so yeah it's, it's an interesting process hmm. like i guess going back to like what i was saying like all the collaborations you've had over the years like you know what what kind of an impact has have all of your collaborations over the years had on your solo work, work and maybe even in particular this record where you were just sitting there by yourself recording, producing, playing, you know, how do you think the people you've collaborated with over the years have influenced that and kind of changed any, any aspect of your, of your creation? Well, you know, there's been a, there's I've had a lot of good buddies that's passed on that I've, I was fortunate enough to play with, and I mean like the great Vassar Clements, you know. He uh, to this day when I'm performing, it's like he it's like he's almost a ghost. He'll come in there and I can I get this little idea of his and I'll start playing something I, that I know he did, you know. And mm -hmm. It's like huh. And it's like, why did I do that all of a sudden? I didn't plan on it. It just happened, you know? And then, yeah. um, of course, like Tony Rice too. And, and Sam Bush, it's, it's like, it's like once you share the musical experience, it's, uh, I don't, I don't think it really goes away. I think you, you sort of, you share a part of yourself together and, uh, mm -hmm. when, when it's, when it's real good and, uh, yeah, he's, he, you get to sort of take that with you. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, that's Tony really cool. Race one. That's cool. Um, I love Tony so much, man. I was fortunate to 
play with him a lot, a, a lot, a bunch of times, and uh, and he was always my hero. I was buying his records when I was ten years old with my allowance. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like that's how much I dug him. So, and then to finally get to stand on stage like many, many times with him was just such a. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's it, I have it here. Right. And I try to share yeah. it when I can, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's so cool. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I had a question. I forgot it, as I usually do. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I figure I'd address the fact that there was there was one, but now it's not. So, uh, hey, maybe it happens. Maybe some. If you think of it, just spit it out. Yeah, just yeah. interrupt and spit it out. <laughs> Maybe some rapid fires instead. Yeah, sure. Let's go into that. Maybe that'll throw jog that, your memory. Throw that one out. There. <laughs> um, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Okay. Since we've been talking about your writing so much and your creative process, I will ask you: Do you have any writing rituals? Are you superstitious about anything, or do you have any specific order of operations? No, I don't really have any rituals about it. It's just, uh, I guess what it is, I guess clear, clear out all the clutter, you know, so that the, the idea can come, come out correctly. That's it. I mean, that's just a practice, but yeah, that's, that would be about the only thing I could think of. Hmm. All right. I gotcha. Um, this one is in honor of Halloween on when we're recording this right now is in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you're into scary Ooh. movies or not, but uh, if you had to be in a scary movie, which one uh, would you be in? Mm. Well, see, there's all kinds of scary movies. That oh yeah, me out like like <laughs> e- even normal seeming ones like uh, Ghost Ghost Story and. Uh, yeah. Oh, real freaky one. And, you know, there's stuff like The Sixth Sense is just creepy, too. If it was, I, if I don't I was know if that would go under, like, horror, though. Like, Sixth yeah, Sense. Yeah, horror. Is, uh, it's, it's scary, sort of, you know, creepy, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, creepy. Uh, horror, uh, a, horror, a horror movie? I mean, oh, man. I wouldn't want to be Freddy Krueger. Uh, oh, no. That. No, uh, no. It'd be a poor choice. Uh, you, you know what I... I, you know what I probably want to be in is Jaws because oh, I'm a fisherman and I, yeah yeah and I'd, I'd catch him no problem yeah I man, <laughs> that might be blurring the lines of horror movie but I'll I'll allow it um, that'd be a fun hey, it's close <laughs> it's 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 got gore in there you know they it's light horror you know yeah yeah okay. yeah <laughs> I respect um, it. What about you, Garrett? I want I want right, to hear your answer to that. What what scary movie are you you being in? What scary movie would yeah. I be in? Um, scary movie. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! A giant answer. weed plant is taking over my room. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. There, that's no. That's a perfectly fine answer. Actually, you yeah. asked me what scary movie I wanted to be in. Oh, yeah, that's a scary, scary, a scary movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> a giant weed plant pending. <laughs> um, it won't stop growing. Yeah. Oh, somebody help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Larry, when was the first time or the last time, whatever comes to mind first, that you were starstruck? Hmm. Hmm. Let me think about the first time uh, and the last time. Well, you know, I, I was playing a show. This is probably the last time. I was playing a show with Tyler Childers. Who's that? And I, yeah, you know Tyler, <laughs> but, but, but uh, not not Tyler uh, as far as being starstruck because he and I are friends, and it's uh, we have we have a good personal personal relationship that way, and, and mm-hmm. uh, admiration mm-hmm. for each other and stuff. But uh, it, we were playing and. I, uh, we got done and we were hanging out backstage and talking and stuff. And uh, my buddy bumped me on the arm and said, Hey, man. And I, I never watched his show or anything, but I, he's world renowned. But he bumped, bumped me on the arm and he goes, Hey, man, that's Jerry Springer over there. What? And, and we're in the, like a, yeah, we're in the back room of a, of a bar, basically, in uh, just the backstage area. And it's like, Yeah. Wow, it is him, you know, and just in a weird place like that. That's why I say I never yeah. watched his show, but you're you're beat up to death with him on on the TV. You see him all the time, you know. And it's like, yeah, and he's a nice guy. He was a nice guy. Loved the music, so hey, it was pretty weird. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's That's pretty funny. weird. Yeah, you're right though. That's a weird place to run into a guy. Yeah, like that, I yeah. think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to think of the first time, but um, I, I can't remember really. I'll, I'll come back to it though. That's a that was a good yeah. one though. I mean, Jerry Springer. Wow, one. yeah. <laughs> that's your show. Pretty weird, wow. you know? yeah. Um. Okay, so this one's a little goofy. Um, I I've, I've reworded this one in my head a couple of times, and uh, I think I'm landing on this one. So. You said, uh, so full of shit, we're going to need a new boat, or I'm paraphrasing, um, but uh, a bigger boat, need a bigger boat, um, and, yeah. and the last song, try. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're getting a bigger boat, what kind of boat, and you're a fisherman, so this might come into play, what kind of boat are you, are you getting? You know, I need to get a bigger boat, but I sold my boat just because I wasn't using it as much. I I like a good V hole, you know, about yeah. a eighteen footer with a with a with a good modest engine on it, you know, and something I could get out in some once I get out in some tough water, be able to get where I need to be and and deal with the water, you know. Because yeah. uh, yeah, man, I love to fish, man. I'm just if I, I one of these days I might turn into a fish. What? <laughs> what's your uh, what's your uh, go to uh, fish? Like, what are you fishing for the most? Well, you know, it it all depends. I, I go out to the saltwater in the uh, Chesapeake Bay, and I go, I go out to the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, I fish mm-hmm. for drum, red drum, and sea trout, and speckled trout, and flounder, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of the more uh, and more game fish that you can mm-hmm. eat, eat and everything. Cause I, right. you know, I, I kept, I, I eat what I catch sometimes a lot and I, I'm catching yeah. at least two, 
But uh, I also fly fish, I, and that's all catch and yeah. release. You know, mm-hmm. I do that. And uh, I, I, I grew up uh, near three uh, farm ponds, and uh, that's where I uh, learned uh, largemouth bass fish. And, that, and I, I still do that to this day. I'm going to do that in a couple weeks. So looking forward to that. Yeah, that's my that's my game right there. I, my folks have a, awesome. a have a pond on their on their farm, and they got some they got some hogs in there. But not a great awesome. fishing time of the year, I right know. Yeah, I hear you. Y'all are, y'all are getting colder now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's been like thirties all week. Oh wow! Yeah, not fun. It's like seventy five here today, which is weird. I don't know, but it's hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I sure I sure would like that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be complaining, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. Um Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Did, did you got did you remember your question, Mike? No. No, no? but I got to the rap I, I asked I asked the rapid fire, so I mean that counts for yeah, something, right? No, I thought you I just figured you might have uh, remembered your question from earlier. No, once it's gone, it's gone. It's it? Yeah, it's out. It's gone. Mm-mm. All Not right. Back. All right. I, well, I guess uh, I don't know. We can we can pretty much wrap this one up. Larry. We'll let you go uh, get after slaving away over supper, I guess. And yeah. oh man, we'll uh, we'll uh, have to do this again sometime. Really appreciate you coming on and talking a bit about the new album, and uh, hope he does well for you. And, I appreciate uh, we'll be, it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it was great talking to you. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we. Why don't you take a minute, and if you'd like, just uh, plug in the website mm-hmm. and where everybody can keep up with what you got going on on the interweb. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you can get it at uh, com. You can check out videos and our web stores on there where you can, there's a link to buy it there. Um, our we have all the socials uh, out there of Instagram and Twitter and uh, a lot of other things as well. I'm sure. Uh, but, <laughs> and our YouTube channel, our YouTube channels, uh, definitely out there and pumping and and iTunes and Amazon and all that too. So uh, yeah, people can get it wherever they want to, and I hope they do, and I hope they enjoy it. Yeah, right on. Awesome. Right on. Well, yeah, thanks um, again, man. Um, yeah, I guess this last uh, tune we're going to play yeah. is uh, Mother, Mother Nature. Nature. I don't know if you want to talk a bit about that one before we get to it, but if you can, then uh, go right ahead. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I spend, like I was telling you, I spend so much time outside gardening and fishing hiking and hiking. You know, just, uh, I, I appreciate uh mother earth and mother nature uh so much and try to take it in uh, and take care of it and uh leave it better than i found it you know type of thing and uh uh so i tried to write a song about all about the whole family of of mother earth and mother nature too and, and brother and father time and uh just in brother man you know just the family of the whole thing and uh just really try to appreciate it because it'll be here 
far longer than any of us. So yeah, yep. it's a powerful thing. That's right. Well, for uh, uh, with that intro there for Garrett, Larry, and myself, um, this is Mother Nature, and enjoy this album. As Larry said, let it uh, kind of lift you up a little bit, and uh, check out what what else is on there. Um, but this is Mother Nature off of American Dream, out now. Uh, give it a listen, and thank you, Larry, so much. Um, yeah, here you go. sister to the sky Mother Nature She loves us like a lioness Nature We owe her our life Mother Nature We can't live without her Brother Man Why can't you understand Brother man, how to take care of your land Brother man, while the oceans are all dying Brother man, how can you keep on lying? Mm-mm, we can't fool her, look what you've done to her Save her every day, all along the way Shifting winds, Father Time, you're where it all begins. Mother Earth, rising tides and clearing clouds, Mother Earth. I hear the trees talking out loud Mother Earth Truest lady of them all Mother Earth We will not let you fall Mm-mm, You can't fool her Look what you done to her Save her every day sister to the sky mother nature she loves us like a lioness nature we owe her our life mother nature we can't live without her we can't live without her
That was Mother Nature by Larry Keel off of his November 6th, 2020 solo album, American Dream. Once again, you can head on over to LarryKeel.com and check out what he has to offer over there. We would like to thank you, Larry, one more time for coming on the show. We sure enjoyed talking with you, and we'll do it again soon. Once again, go give us a follow over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our Patreon page that is new. Lots of cool stuff, as I said in the intro over there. And uh, the website should be up soon. The shop is functioning now. So you can get some new, your hands on some new merch before the website actually launches. Right now, shoot us a DM and we will hook you up with the link. Lots of cool stuff coming up really soon, so stay tuned for more. But we would like to thank you again for tuning into the show. Once again, go give us a follow. Keep up with what we got going on. Join the conversation. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>